Welcome to our first ever Star Trek podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Andrea. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Okay. Okay, so this is how it's going to play out. Basically, I've been a lifelong Star Trek fan. I started watching with The Next Generation in the 80s. I don't really remember if I watched it like live as the episodes came out, but it was always recorded. My dad always had it recorded. And I've watched every series since. I haven't finished Deep Space Nine. And I've finished all the new Trek besides Lower Decks, which we're currently watching. And that's where we're going to start off. We're going to start off uh, watching Lower Decks. And I have... I watched pretty close to all of Voyager. And I think I watched a couple seasons of The Next Generation. I haven't watched any of the original. I watched some of the Next Generation movies. And I've watched sporadic an episode or two when I come downstairs and you're watching... Discovery or Enterprise. Yeah, I I mean, my most... I've been trying to catch up on all the new Trek. Uh, I've been having troubles. Like, I like Discovery because Discovery first came out and it brought back Star Trek. But then Strange New Worlds came out, which was, in my opinion, a little bit more in line with the Trek I like. But, yeah. But this, this, this episode, this episode is going to be episode one covering... Um, Lower Decks episode one, season one. Yes, and it's it's an animated show. And why that's important is because I'm very hesitant towards animated shows. I think because I grew up in the Family Guy era and I was watching it while female. So Ooh, edgy. Yeah, well yeah. I'm not trying to be edgy, oh, but uh, like a lot of the jokes are at, you know, my genders. There, there's a lot of people's expense, but but that's I actually understand what you're saying because I never really got behind Rick and Morty, and this is very Rick and Morty esque, mostly because the showrunner is from Rick and Morty. Oh, that that explains why they have that sort of look. And the the thing, the reason why I like Lower Decks, it did take me a little bit of time to warm up to it, is it's incredibly canon with the Star Trek storyline. Everything you see in Lower Decks is. Canon. And canon's important. I, 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 I know this because a lot of the YouTube videos that I watch, well, not I watch, I browse past, have things like canon is important in their titles. And then I just browse past to watch. So we, 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 we start off start off with, with the first episode. I think it, does it jump right into the t- title scene, the title credits? I think it does. I oh, don't think so. You don't think so? No. I believe he's doing the captain's monologue. Which we soon find out is from a broom closet. It's a Starfleet broom closet, so they probably have a pretty good name for it. You know what? I don't think I've ever seen a Starfleet janitor in any... Well, here's the thing is... Lower Decks, this... I got squeakiness, but... Is it is it a self-cleaning starship? Because... Kind of. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, where, where is it touched upon? Maybe that's Disco. Where they have little robots that run around, but I feel like we're at the point. Uh, if we have Roombas now, then the oh, Cerritos should invisible always... Roombas. Well, not That's invisible. That's the next step, right? Why would they be invisible? Be- because what? How else are you going to make a Roomba better? Well, you can make it drive in appropriate direction and not no, just no. stick in a corner. <laughs> it doesn't stick in a corner. It goes sporadically. It just chooses on whim where to go and. How to get there? Yes. And also, Boimler, he wasn't necessarily in a broom closet. He Wait, was in a storage is, is closet. Is his name Boiler or Boimler? Boimler. 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 
Okay. Boimler. 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 Bernard? What are you? Bumner. What did the captain call you later? uh, Buford. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, Brad Boimler. Brad Boimler. Is our main character. Okay. Okay. And he wants to be captain. Well, yeah, he he wants he wants command. He's he's in the uh, the the command uh, program, so yeah, he's he's an ensign. They're all ensigns. You know what? I I think I identify most with him. He's very uptight, and no sense of humor at all. He has emotions. Okay, no, 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 that's not me. It's like a Vulcan Boimler. It's it could be argued though that Vulcans might have more emotions than humans, but that's an argument for another time. They just choose. Well, well they don't choose. choose. They have a whole science academy to. Well, I, I don't think they teach it in the science academy. It's growing up, but that that doesn't matter. Vulcans aren't even in this episode. All right. So so where where are we where are we to? We got we got Boimler trying to do, and they're not. Mariner called it a captain's log, but every Starfleet officer keeps their own personal log. But, I guess. But why? To document what they're what they're doing that day, or to. To keep track of what they're doing. So they all have their own journals. They're, they're, yeah, there's like journals, yeah. But if if something happened and like the, the starship exploded and they could somehow use the cloud, you know, to see everybody's journals, they're not going to go look at the Ensign's journal. <laughs> they're gonna... Yeah, but I don't think the journals, personal logs are for personal. That's their private diary. Like oh. the captain's log. Is that's the sh- that's the log of the ship. Like if you look at ships that sail now or sailing ships, they kept a log of everything they did. That is on the record. I think personal logs are are just you know diary on the ship. Okay, this okay. this opening credits is not very flattering to the ship. Okay, so the point the point of lower decks. You can't see it, but we actually have the lower decks logo up right now. Very, it seems very apropos. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, the whole idea is that. It's the, the especially season one because I've seen uh, up to season three a bit oh, now. No spoilers. Yeah, I'm not going to. But spe- but season one, they really, it's not just the lower decks. Like the Cerritos is kind of like the lower decks of Starfleet. I think what they try and go for is a California class, which is the ship they are. Um, is like just the the uh, Honda Civic of the Federation. It's just there's like a hundred of them, and they just go and do all the like work that the capital ships like the Titan and. And the Enterprise, uh, they don't have time or don't care to do. Oh. Which actually is a good one for this episode because it's second contact. Enterprise isn't going to come back and be like, hey, so, you know, we we, t- we said hi or whatever. I, I and guess, now, now we're going to bring you some stuff. We're, we're friends now yeah. for life. Yeah, friends friends now for life is, is a California class. Oh. So, yeah, it's, they're all kind of like, it's all the lower decks of, of kind of uh, Starfleet. So, yeah, it starts with them getting hit by a rock in a... In a um, asteroid belt, I yep. think that's right. The, the the part that stood out to me a lot was when all the other ships are sort of attacking those Borg cubes. Which, uh, yes, I, I know about those. Um, <laughs> our ship just turns tail and run. But there is something you missed. Uh, what did I miss? Who are the Borg fighting? Oh, are those are are those not Federation ships? No, who whose ships are those? Those are Romulan. Oh, okay, so the Ramulan are attacking the Borg, and then our but, ship's just like, nope, well, peace out, I'm out. Well, no, if you, if you look, um, I want to make sure I get the uh, 
Oh, it's a warbird. It is a warbird. What did I type in before? No, before. <laughs> a bird of prey. I always confuse Klingon birds of prey with Romulan warbirds. Always. Romulans. Yeah, so the Romulans and the Borg are, are fighting. fighting. And actually, which is interesting, because if, it, uh, if you look into uh, Picard, that actually becomes a thing a little bit later with the Romulan and the, the Borg. Borg technology. But the, the Cerritos doesn't run until it gets hit. Oh no! <laughs> so I don't it, know if that's better or worse. Well, I think it's worse. So <laughs> and it's not even like a direct hit; it's just a hit to the shields. It's like it showed up, saw what was happening, got a direct hit to the and shields, like, nope. and like, no, no, nope. But I think that's more indicative of saying that, like, we ain't no combat ship. You guys got this, and they're they're Romulan warbirds. They're, those things are huge. They're bigger than Enterprise D. The big. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I <laughs> I think it's just. Setting up the series to be, you know, some sort of comedy. Here's hoping. Okay. So, the, are you are you comfortable with with the, with that fact there? Yes. Okay. Where, where are you at now? You you you've watched the title secret the sequence. Yeah, you know, like it's introducing all the characters, right, and their relationships to each other. And later on in the episode, it shows that Bromler. Boimler? We're going to get there. Bra- Keep Boiler? going. No, Boimler? Boimler. Boimler. I don't think me a long time. To... Uh, he and Mariner have been friends for a year, but they do not seem like, first of all, they're friends, and second of all, that they've been, oh, sorry, you're playing this in the background. That's the banana peel. It's saying banana hot, banana hot, and it keeps shooting up hot bananas. Yeah. So clearly it's stuck on, like, repeat. So clearly at some point somebody ordered a banana hot. Well, no, that doesn't necessarily mean it could be just a glitch in the system, and it just picked a random food to to replicate in a random temperature. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to specify temperature? Well, each they time? they do frequently. Like Picard always ordered his uh, uh, Earl Grey hot. What was your point there? You're just saying but that somebody I, I on think, the ship ordered a hot ordered. banana. <laughs> yes. Ooh, can we call it the Hot Banana Podcast? The Hot Banana Podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's got to be banana hot. You know, I just, I feel like Mariner and, because they don't, they don't seem comfortable enough with each other to have been friends for a year, but they also definitely, unless she's just mean to everybody. Well, Mariner, I think she is mean to everybody. She's got a never say work spirit, you know, um, and we find out why that is a little bit later, but you know, we've all went to school with that one person. The, mean, the one one mean person? Yeah, the the well, the one. I wouldn't say Mariner. She kind of isn't mean. Mean. She's just apathetic, maybe. But it, it doesn't matter. We we can't really dig into that right now. Yeah, no. you know, she doesn't seem very Starfleet to me. But also, this whole show, there's a lot of swears. There's 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 some language. I don't in this show. Is there? Yeah, yeah. There's at least. Two swears that I can remember, but okay, but they beep it out. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'm gonna keep it on that because I'm pretty sure they beep it out. No, they do beep it out because Dr. Tana, she she swears a lot, and it is just beep town up in up in uh, sick bay there. No. Okay, but we'll 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 come back to that. All right, because we we do run the episode in the background as we as we talk about it. So we we, we'll talk about the ensigns. We got we got Brad Boimler. There you go. Ah, I got it. Yeah, Uh, and then Mariner. Yeah. Remember and, her first what, name? What's the... Uh, you you got to remember uh, her first name. Okay. Um, no, I don't. Beckett. Beck- Beckett. Beckett Mariner. Yeah. I should write these down. Yeah. And then uh, there's... Uh, Beckett. Be- and then uh, Devana Tendi. That's, uh, that's uh, 
That's the uh, science. science. Tendi? Yeah, she's the Orion, I believe. Oh, I'm sure it's Orion, but I'm always so nervous about saying things I know because... So your pen doesn't work. My pen doesn't work, so I'm going to have to remember this. Well, Be red, Beckett, Tendi. Yeah, and then uh, do you remember Cyborg? Oh, gosh. It's like a common, interesting name. Is it like Xavier? It's so close. Xander? Not even close. Say, is it? If you're going um, for his first name, it's Sam. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and his last name's Rutherford. He's the engineer. I was close. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. And they got uh, Commander Ransom, the Jack Ransom. He's played by Jerry O'Connell, who uh, was really popular in the 90s. In like those, I think in like the bro, like the Tom Cats show. And he was in something big that I can't remember. But it doesn't matter. It, there's a lot of, like uh, Sam Rutherford is Eugene Cordero. The guy who played Pillboy in uh Oh, in, in the, the Good, Good Place. Place. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Commander Ransom. And then I can't remember the 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 rest of the bridge crew right now, but we'll cover that in a we we Captain Freeman, which we find something out at the end of the episode, but yes. I don't know. Do do we could just say it now because chances are people have seen the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're watching the episode while we're talking, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, we'll be quiet. Oh, it's, oh, it's, a, it's Cap- a commercial Captain break. A commercial break. That was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so it turns out Captain Freeman is Mariner's mom. Yes, and her dad is an admiral. Yes. So that's pretty big shoes to fill. For who? For her. She obviously doesn't care. <laughs> she ain't trying to fill She must she... care because she's on Ooh. the ship. Oh, that's If she that's didn't deep. care at all, she would be... Where do people go when they're not on starships? Well, see, that's everyone seems to think in the Star Trek universe, everyone's in Starfleet, but that's not true. So that's not true. Starfleet is a choice. I think they really touched on it in two thousand nine when Kirk was kind of on the fence about Starfleet. And what was he doing in his off time? Getting into trouble in bar fights. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yes. I mean, riding motorcycles. Yeah, because he could to really yes push home the. Uh... See, you can tell that was a previous one because his motorcycle wasn't invisible. That's not a thing. I think it is. I think and, that's where technology is going. You know, then, uh, once we've peaked at like usefulness, it's just going to be visible or invisible. Okay. I didn't realize it was um, Ransom that first got bit by the zombie virus. I don't know if it's just me or if like the zombie mayhem murder spree just came out of nowhere at some point. No, it did. But And that's a real good point too with the lower decks is on the bridge crew. If you're following the bridge crew, you would follow it. But then the lower decks is just like something's happening upstairs and they don't know about it i think a lot of the show they would focus on just like whatever i thought it'd be funny if they just like had them like doing their talk and then all of a sudden they go to like red alert but no one knows why and then it clears and no one knows why and they, oh, which yeah. they kind of touch on but yeah um do you, do you have any notes you know the podcast that i love is the office ladies podcast and they at the beginning have fast facts and stuff before oh, they get into the yeah, episodes because- because they worked on it. Yeah, we didn't work on this. No, we didn't. No, you don't even you you didn't even know what a Romulan warboard looked like. I didn't remember the name of it, and that's is embarrassing okay. for me. We, we 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 are not part of this show. But you know what? How about you you compare it to the podcast you like, and I'll compare it. I've been watching a lot of She-Hulk videos well, I, lately. But no, no, I'm just saying if we have fast facts, we would like introduce the facts like throughout the the podcast or at the beginning. Well, I don't really have facts. Yeah, I have like more, fast like, questions. more like quotes. Okay, okay. Like, what, what, uh, what, what do you got? Ugh, Chris. But that, like that, that, that's what he, that's what uh, 
uh, Rolling Miller said to, about Mariner when she was like, let's get naked. No, I don't remember. You know, that's the problem. It's, it's been 20 minutes since I watched the show. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you, you, that's a quote out of context. Oh, you wrote. A, I wrote it down. Was it, it like, and I got an exclamation point. It took up like three spots. Yeah. That's almost a waste of paper. And what did you think that was going to do? I just was going to. If you would have just said that. Did. Yeah, if you would have just said that, I would have no idea what you're talking about. These are, these are my notes. Oh, Chris. Ew, milk. Okay. And, um, what kind of music do you listen to? I don't. What? That was a that was one of um, Sam's when he's he's having this date. It was one oh, of yeah. the questions when they were when they were spacewalking, and it's funny because uh, that's my go-to. Ah, I see. Well, I have more informative stuff. I'll, I'll throw an informative stuff at you. Uh, well, we'll start with. Uh, with the uh, Cerritos, who's a California-class ship, I mentioned. And every California-class ship so far that we've seen is named for a town or city in California. That's interesting. Yeah. And then we, we covered the whole uh, personal logs and stuff. But how Mariner has a job is still beyond me. Well, it's not really beyond me because, obviously, she, it's a little bit of nepotism in there. Yes. I guess I guess this episode they're trying to show that she can be kind of rash. rash um, but she's also got the heart of gold for trying to get those... Little aliens, some farming equipment. Yeah, I guess. I guess she was like looking out for them or whatever. And the the aliens, I don't think really wanted it that. Much. Look, okay, if you see oh, when they yeah. when she's when she's talking with him, the one guy's got his arms crossed. He's like, I don't know. We're just humoring this lady. Like, I think she wants to give us stuff. They, they do seem a little. And then first first sign of trip. Okay, and the way she says, "You don't know what you're talking about." Seems like it might be something more important than I'm handing out free shovels. Like, I, I feel like they're backing away slowly. Oh, okay, he does have a phaser. So, I guess that would be... Would be. He did fire the phaser. Yeah. But, it, you know, Mariner actually goes into how many Starfleet protocols he broke. So, yeah. uh... Yeah, but, but yeah, she, she's she's kind of doing her own thing. And, it, and she's, uh... She's got it's it's a moral compass. It's a wacky one, but she's got it. Um, the thing I like uh, because I'm a real Star Trek nerd is the rank pips. What are rank pips? What also are ops? <laughs> In the beginning <laughs> of the show, he's like, ah, oh, this this is ops. That's ops. This is ops. So there's, there's a lot of ops. There's a lot of ops. Well, okay. Uh, first of all, let's let's cover the rank pips. Okay. The rank pips are the rank on their neck. Okay. So the one full pip with full gold. Is Ensign. Oh, I should have wrote these down. Because then I think it's Ensign, Lieutenant Junior Grade, which they rarely ever in Star Trek mention, to the point which people thought that they got rid of the rank. But actually, in one of the episodes, they might, they call someone Lieutenant Junior Grade. Mm-hmm. So it's Ensign, Lieutenant Junior Grade, Lieutenant, uh, then uh, Lieutenant Commander, Commander, and Captain. And they goes up uh, unfilled pips and filled pips. So if you see four solid gold pips, that's Captain. Three... Three solid gold pips is commander, and uh, you'll see that uh, you'll see that on Ransom's neck. And what's really interesting is the same thing as the Navy nowadays is the ship can have two rank captains on it, but there's only one captain of the ship. And we actually see that in Discovery with uh, Saru and Burnham. They are both captains. What does the other captain do? Well, the other captain is the EXO, the the uh, number one, if you will. Oh. You may have heard that before. Ah, uh, yes. Like Riker. Who was January's one? Chicote. Never mind. Unbelievable. I knew that. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, also, what's what's really neat is uh, in the when uh, when Boimler's Phaser and <laughs> Phaser and Mariner there, <laughs> as you see the the uh, truck she's driving, the ATV. Yeah. That is an Argo, first seen in Star Trek Nemesis, mm-hmm. and it is the first time I think we've seen an ATV, uh, Starfleet like wheeled vehicle before. And that was brought into Nemesis, and uh, Lower Decks takes place a year after Nemesis. Oh. So they start farming out the Argos to all, all sorts of ships. But then, obviously, they must have some sort of manufacturing defect because they're not seen again in the future. What do you mean? Are we catching up? We're catching up. Wait, wait, anything okay, past I'm Nemesis? at the time. Okay. okay what's past Nemesis? There was one. It was Insurrection after Nemesis? Yeah, so it went um, Generations for TNG, uh, Generations, First Contact, Insurrection, and Nemesis. Nemesis was the last TNG movie, then the reboot started, which was, you know, a reboot. So the furthest movie that was made was Nemesis. Okay. So this is, like, when you look in the future timelines with the TV shows, Disco eventually becomes way in the future, too far in the future to even really count. Um, Picard is the closest... That you're going to get to, like... You might see an Argo in Picard, maybe. Because that was 20 years since Nemesis, I think. I don't remember what your question was, but <laughs> that was the answer. Yo, and then you asked what operations were. Well, there's... Or is it ops? <laughs> but yes. You okay. can assume that ops is short for operations. There's a lot of operations stuff on the on the ship. And it's... it's um, If you look at the uniform colors, operations is yellow. Uh, they're engineers, stuff like that. Red is uh, uh, command, and then blue is science, uh, and that falls under medical, too. Okay, so the engineers have pretty much taken over the ship. Then that makes sense, because it is a ship in space. There's a lot that needs to keep it from exploding, or... Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> just running out of air. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, the thing that really is interesting that comes up, too, is it's a year after Nemesis, but their uniforms are very reminiscent of a mix of, like, TNG-style... Yeah, TNG-style uh, uniforms, or DS9, sort of. There's, um, I think it was Generations, when Deep Space Nine came out. Here's a fun little tidbit for you. Um, they started, there was a uniform shortage on the set. So some of them still had the original TNG uniform, some had the DS9. If you look on Generations, Jordy... Uh, he's gets, I think he gets a DS9 uniform. That's way too big for him. It was from one of the characters and you can see how big it is. He looks like floating in it. It's pretty funny. But with this, um, it kind of more pushes on the fact that different ships have different uniforms kind of thing. And there's multiple uniforms happening at the same time. Because you'll see when they get to the Titan or when they get to a certain star bases that they're wearing the, uh, the latest naked, uh, like first contact uniforms and stuff like that. The Nemesis uniforms. Um, oh, this is where they're moonwalking. This is the what kind of music do you listen to? And I think she just oh, ignores yeah. him. Well, she said, he said, what kind of music are you into? Uh, you know, I don't want to spoil alert for this episode a little bit later. Well, you just say spoil it. You say spoil, spoil it. it. I don't want to spoil it. But at the end, um, Sam's friend is, oh, what is her name? Tandy? Tiana? Wait, Tendi? <laughs> Tendi. Tendi. Okay. You're Ryan. Tendi. She's saying, like, well, are you going to see her again? You had a great date. Are you going to see her again? And he goes, no. Um, like, they got along great, but she but he, she just, what, what couldn't she do? I don't know, but. I, I couldn't remember. But it's funny because it, 
like a year ago, I would have thought, oh, that's so trivial. They had chemistry. They looked like they had a great time. Why didn't they see her again? But then I watched two seasons of Indian Matchmaker on Netflix, and it turns out that happens a lot in real life. The people that you think are just meant to be together, they're like, oh, I don't know. She's like two inches shorter than my ideal woman. And, and she's like, well, I don't know. He makes like 3000 less than my ideal salary for the guy. So it makes sense. A running, <laughs> a running uh, thing with especially um, Rutherford and Boimler is they're blinded by their wanting to do really good at their jobs. Because if you remember, What's-Her-Face tried to make out with Rutherford Yeah. after the door went open, they had to get through, and then he was more concerned why the door didn't open, and he, yeah, yeah. he was worried about the more uh, operations or ops of the ship mm-hmm. than he was of the operations of her. Romance. <laughs> yeah, the, the operations of romance. That's what we'll call it, operations of romance. <laughs> then everything gets tied up in a neat little bow, and then during the captain's final log... Um, she just, I think, neglects to mention any of the massive deaths that occurred. I don't know if there was deaths. There was a hundred percent zombies. Okay, and some each did other. explode. Yeah, but that's it's Starfleet, man. That's and then she was like, "All's well that ends well." So it's all's well that ends well. I, I mean, they had families. They Not had... on the ship, but maybe most of them were on stun. Do we ever see one explode? Uh, we saw we saw people's chests get beaten, and then and then the one with the heart. That that was funny. Oh, shocks was the uh... yeah. Was uh, mm-hmm. oh, uh sorry, oh sorry, and uh, he's I believe he's Bajoran. Okay. I believe he's Bajoran, and he's angry. He's an angry Bajoran. Which aren't they all? Um, Are they all? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but a lot of people. Well, let's see. I, we're, I'm trying to watch to see if there's any murder. They they're like they're bitey. Like I think near the end here, they're all just stun. Yeah, that's, that's um, but stunned. I think in that's the be- in the beginning when the initial zombie breaks out, like I think they are legit eating each other. Well, I, I think they only bite them to determine zombies. And they the even asked the one guy said, "Did I eat flesh?" And the other one says, "Not that much." So I guess it depends where where they ate the flesh. Right. Their uh, doctor is a cat. Yes, and uh, that's something that I know that you and I sort of had issues with a cat um, doctor. When the uh, the Chris Pine movies came out, uh, the, I don't. What are those ones called? The Kelvin. We'll call that the Kelvin, the Kelvin. timeline. Um, that was just after a lot of the uh, of Star Wars movies had come out, was it? Or I'm not sure. But uh, those movies, it showed a lot of non-humanoid aliens, and I know that was kind of one of the things that you didn't really like about the the movies initially. You're thinking of the wrong thing. Oh, but. There's a couple things I didn't... Uh, back then, I was a very cynical person. I've changed my attitude a lot since 2009. It was the book and uh, the Star Trek Titan books where the it wasn't just non-humanoid. It was like fish monster helming the Titan and he needs his own like deck to live. And It was, it was like very, very Star Wars. Very Star Wars. I went to a little check off there. But... Um, <laughs> It's very, very Star Wars esque. Whereas, like most, if most aliens in Star Trek are humanoid, and I think it was like I think they talked about having a common humanoid ancestor throughout the galaxy. They did but in the, in a, in a, in a, um, in a what? What did you see? Next generation show. I just think they remember you know that one because I was like, did they just meet God and then just gloss over it? Was that Next Generation or was that one of the original series it was, movies? It was Picard. What it does was... God need with a spaceship? Starship. 
Uh, is that, 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 I, Kirk would have said that. No, no, it was definitely it. It was just a. It was just a, a episode of the comment? week. Yeah, oh, okay. they met the person who created all life, and then next week they were like, "So let's explore this part of the universe." Mm. They they didn't like stop and create a cult or anything. So. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's good. Do you have Do you have any more questions there? Like, because um, I, I have uh, mo- one more fun fact. I think one question would be, is this a good show? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it's a. It took me a little bit to warm up to it, but it's a good show. That's was that really your question? You... No, I didn't have any, so I just made one up on the spot. No, yeah. I, and I that didn't was have what any. you came up with. Yeah. Really? When they said cetacean ops, that didn't confuse you at all. I don't recall them mentioning that. They mentioned cetacean ops, so that's actually a big thing in Star Trek. It was mentioned, uh, I think, for the first time on the TNG episode yesterday's Enterprise, cetacean ops. And there's always uh, Jordy mentioned it, but like they people looked at closed captionings and the, then they're like station ops, but it's not. Cetacean ops is it was a kind of a joke, but they really well not even a joke. It's it's in the technical manual, but it's a uh, giant aquarium where they keep dolphins, oh. and the dolphins work with navigation. And uh, yeah, so there's a there's a giant dolphin tank on uh, on the Cerritos. And on on Enterprise D too, it's in the technical manual. And basically, I don't know exactly how it works, but the fact that the dolphins can move in three dimensions helps the helps the navigation of the ship. And you'll see actually cetacean ops in lower decks. You actually meet the dolphins who can talk in their own dolphin language, but they get subtitles. So I wrote down the funniest part in the episode for me. I don't know if you wrote down I, I but it was when she was talking about the sentient sentient cave oh yeah the, <laughs> they could sense your fears or... it's a dark place that knows things <laughs> it's a dark place that knows things yeah that, that's that, that um that was funny there's there's no real standout jokes that i really liked you know it's, there's not a lot of standout but i did find myself laughing just a few times like i think they they really tried to because i also think this was a pilot I've never seen like anything before that. So I think they used this as the pilot. So they had to really drive home the, like maybe it got picked up before the pilot or something, but they really had to drive home the, uh, the, the Rick and Morty-esque-ness of it. So wow. it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like they don't go for punchlines as much as like our running gags is kind of comes up more. But the fact that they use a lot of canon in it. And uh, yeah, at the end there, they're just listing off Mariner, you know, Kirk, you know, Spock, yeah, you know, yeah. Spock. Who's Gary Mitchell? Uh, oh, you shouldn't have asked me that without my 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 Google up because um, Gary Mitchell, oh, he, you, you just Googled it and then it's it said Gary Mitchell obituary, <laughs> yeah, because it was the original series. Now, I don't know the original series all that well, but I can't remember, it doesn't matter. So we, we talked about sedation ops. Um, yeah, so they mentioned a lot of like, there's going to be a lot of deep cuts that I won't get. Because I, I, I'd like to consider myself a super Trekkie, but I'm I'm just regular. But I've watched yeah. so much. I don't know. And, and you seem to absorb it well. So. I don't. I, I have troubles memorizing it. It's I blame Google. The fact that I know that I can just Google whatever, my brain just like, nah, we'll just like Google. Should we try the next of. podcast sans Google? Well, how would I know who Gary Mitchell was? Uh, that would just be a mystery for the ages. That actually reminded me of, um, if you watch The Next Generation and everything, you'll see 
a lot of times when one of the main characters comes up, let's say like Wesley or Data, they come onto the bridge and then they all of a sudden dismiss the person flying the ship at helm or yes. gone. Just... Now we know where they come from and where they go to. So Boimler and uh, Mariner in commands, uh, that's actually their job. So you'll see them on the bridge every once in a while and that they're the ones plugging the hole for the main crew. Oh. Yeah. So th- that's why I kind of like Lower Decks too. It's it's uh, neat to, uh, to watch kind of... It, it, it might be... See, the premise is Rick and Morty-esque of it, but there's actually a Next Generation episode called Lower Decks, and it followed the uh, the Lower Deck crew. Oh. Less funny, but <laughs> but it's, it was neat to see how the starship runs, Probably you know. less swearing. Yeah. What? I mean, I don't think there was swearing. I remember they beep it out. Bleep it out? No. We'll, we'll, we'll go through, but I don't I don't think so. Unless my, my head just autofills. <laughs> okay, so so where are we going with this? We're going to be doing all the all the Lower Deck episodes? Yeah, let's keep going with this and see how it goes. How many seasons are out right now? One? Three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Right. Wow, okay. That sounds great. Let's go through and we'll... I'm sure I'll become a pro by the end of it. A pro what? Uh, a propo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm upset this you didn't fun. have questions. I'm I'll, upset I'll, you didn't I'll have questions. I'll try to write more questions and less quotes next time. I, I don't know. We need, we need to find an exit exit point. Think, think of your nerdiest Star Trek quote. And not one of those terrible things. Something people would recognize. But like, oh, that's from Star Trek. What's the most nerdiest thing you know about Star Trek? Engage. End quote. <laughs> What's the nerdiest thing you know about Star Trek that isn't What's the cliche? N- I, I... Uh, let's see. The line must be drawn here. And that would be from... I'm just antagonizing you now. I clearly clearly know where that is from, so no further questions needed. Um, let's just say over and out. Until next time. I'm sure they said that or something. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a very Picard thing in like a British accent. But okay. Until next time. I feel like we'll, we'll have to cut that down a bit, but okay. Okay. Hey, bye. Bye.